Ollie was at this party. Uh, it was at the art museum. And it was a lot of fun, you know? There were a lot of interesting people there. Ollie was there with his friend, Margaret. Margaret was... <laughs> Margaret, Margaret had been working on the exhibition that the party was an opening party for. And they were chatting, and this this guy came up. And he was acting very strange and very familiar. Kind of making Ollie and Margaret uncomfortable. He kept on asking and talking about how he was going to have his art in the museum. And Margaret tried not to stop. Margaret tried to explain that that part really wasn't her decision, that she was in charge of, you know, she'd be assigned curate various exhibits, um, and she had some input into, you know, what the exhibit would be, but that, you know, her bosses really picked the themes uh, and the artists. But he just kept insisting that he was going to be in the museum and she w was going to help him. And it, went, it got, got to the point that, you know, they decided they wanted to leave the conversation. And so Margaret said, okay, look, sir, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not the right person to help you. And I'm, this conversation is making me uncomfortable, so I'm going to end it. And then she walked away. And Ollie put himself between her and him, and he walked away too. And they thought that, thought that would probably be the end of it. I was like, can you guys stop this? So they went for the rest of the party, and the guy didn't come back and bother them again. So we thought, okay, that was uncomfortable, that was awkward, but took care of it. Then the next day, the lady was out, Margaret, I mean, she was out for lunch with a friend. And the guy showed up again. He said, I just want to talk to you about this idea about what we need to do to get my stuff into the museum. She said, sir, I, this, I'm, I'm, no, we're not talking about that here. And as I said before, I'm not the person you need to talk to and you need to go. And then again, he just kept talking to her for like five minutes. And she said, sir, I'm having lunch with my friend and you need to go. So eventually he left. And then that evening she was at her house, and the guy showed up there. And she just saw him coming down the street toward her, and she went inside of her house and locked the door and didn't answer when he rang the doorbell. This was getting weird. This was getting uncomfortable. So she called Ollie. Said, Ollie, look, you remember that guy, that weird guy that was kept on insisting that he was going to be in the museum? I said, yeah, yeah, that was, that was weird. Well, he's been... He's been stalking me. He showed up at, when I was having lunch. He showed up at my house. I'm really getting uncomfortable, Ollie. I want, can you, I'd like to hire you to figure out who he is and figure out how I can make him go away. I said, sure, sure, I'll happily take that case. In fact, I'll give you, you know, half off my usual rate. He said, no, 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 I want to pay your full rate. You're my friend, but you're also professional, and I can afford it. Don't worry about it. 
I said, okay, if you're sure. So, so tell me, I know you don't want to give him any, you know, more of your brain space, but if you could try and tell me everything you remember about what he said about his art. Did, you, did, we, get, did we even get his name? He said, oh yes, he's given me his name like eight times. His name is Michael Vanderneek. Well, I said, all right, that gives me a lot to go on. I remember what he looked like. Um, yeah, I'll start digging. He said, what should I do in the meantime, if, I, if he shows up again? I said, well, it sounds like you probably will, but just keep on doing what you've been doing. Um, don't give him the time of day. Go inside, lock the doors. Um, it doesn't seem like he's dangerous, just annoying, but we need to be careful. Oh, and let your, let your, yeah, let your boss know. This is related to your work, so they need to be aware of it. I said, okay, okay, I'll do those things. You know what, I'll actually, I'm supposed to go on vacation. So maybe I'll tell my boss that now that he gives a bit up, I'm going to go on vacation. I said, yeah, that's a good idea. So she did. She told her boss that she was going to go on vacation. The boss was like, oh, yeah, yeah, great, great. I'll we'll give you a call if I need anything. And she hopped on a train and went up to go see her family in upstate New York. And that's when things got really out of hand. About a day after she left, Ollie had been looking into this guy. And he was an artist. And there wasn't a whole lot of information about him available. Ollie got a call. Miss Margaret said, Ollie, he's here. I said, no. He's up here in New York. I said, like, at your family's place? I said, no, not at my family's place yet, but we were in town having dinner. And he just showed up and sat down at my table. Like my brother got up to go use the restroom. And this guy, he came and he sat down in my brother's chair and started talking about me about his art again. My dad kicked him right out. And my mom too. But he's, he's followed me up here. I don't know how. I said, that's weird. That's weird. Okay. This is getting out of hand. I said, oh my gosh, Ollie, he's... I said he wasn't in my house, but he's here now. This guy's really freaking me out. I'm gonna... I'm gonna head home. I'm gonna come back to Baltimore. Leave this loser here in New York. Um, and then, yeah, we need to settle, settle this quick, Ollie. I was gonna stay till tomorrow, but I'm gonna have my dad drop me off at the train station tonight. And... Yeah, we'll just make sure he doesn't follow me. So that's what she did. On the train, though, she got worried that maybe we followed her anyway. So she decided to do something, do something impulsive. And she hadn't bought, you know, she hadn't packed very much. She didn't, like, have a luggage, a bag checked or anything. So she got off the train. And, um, what's it called? In Wilmington. And she watched and made sure she was the only person that got off the train in Wilmington. It wasn't a very popular train. And as the train pulled away, she said, okay, I know. Nobody knows I'm here. I'm going to call Ollie. I'm going to call my dad. I'm not going to call anybody else. My work isn't expecting me for another two days. I'm just going to relax here. Wilmington's a fine town, I guess. 
And so she did. And she found a hotel. And then, to her horror, in the morning, the car pulled up and out of the car got the guy. So she said, to heck with it. This guy's stalking me. And he's stalking me because of work stuff. I'm taking a taxi all the way home and I'm charging it to work. I don't care if it costs $200. So she got a house in a taxi and drove all the way back to Baltimore. And she called Ollie on the way and said, Ollie, you gotta meet me somewhere. I, I need to hire you as a bodyguard, I guess. I know, I don't know, this guy is really freaking me out. I said, yeah, yeah, and how's he? And you figure out how he's following you. So yeah, come straight to my apartment and um, we'll get it figured out. We'll get rid of this, we'll get rid of this creepo. So, you know, it takes, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours to go between Baltimore and Wilmington. So, you know, in about that much time, all his door buzzed. I said, hello, I said, it's Margaret. I said, all right, come on up. He buzzed her in. She came in and said, Ollie, I'm exhausted. This has never happened to me before. I said, it shouldn't happen to anybody. I'm sorry it's happening to you, Margaret. For one thing, you can stay here for as long as you like. You know, my place is pretty secure. Um, you know, I've got the couch. It's not that great, but, you know, I sleep in an aquarium. Otherwise, I'd offer you my bed. She said, well, I don't want to sleep in an aquarium. So, um, I don't know. I'll think about it. Thank you. I said, well, sit down, have a glass of wine. Let's think about this. You carry that handbag around just about everywhere, don't you? She said, yes, this, oh, yeah, you know. I'm not that fancy. Some girls have like eight, ten handbags. I've just got one. And I do have a clutch that I use sometimes at really fancy events, but no, this is, this is my bag for sure. She said, now everything else... Let's see. You had two or three changes of clothes up at your parents' house, right? I said, yeah. And you didn't... Did you change... Did you change clothes in Wilmington? I said, no, I didn't. What are you... What are you getting at, Ollie? I said, I'm just trying to figure something out. I'm trying to figure out how this guy is following you. He's... It's too quick. It takes me longer than that to track down where somebody went. And there's no way this guy is better and faster than me. So let me, let me see your purse, if you don't mind. Margaret said, okay, um, sure, yeah, there's nothing scandalous in there. So I started looking through the purse. I said, do you mind if I pour it out here on the table? I said, no, go right ahead. Nothing break breakable in there. So I poured it out as a wooden table, anyway. And he poured it out. I said, all right, let's see. Is anything here out of the ordinary? She looked through and said, um, let's see here. Okay, so I've got my lip gloss, sure, my keys, my wallet, my phone, a pen, uh, looks like some gum, I guess that's normal. Oh, there's that button from the campaign, that's cool. Wait a second, what is that? What is what? That, that black box. I said, oh. And picked up the black box, and it was about it's about one inch by four inches 
by uh, like half an inch thick. So not huge, but not tiny. This little black box with a very small LED on the top, or some sort of little indicator, some sort of thing on the top. Here goes my stuff. But you too. And he looked it all over, and then he saw on what I guess you'd call the bottom, opposite side from the little indicator, in very faint type, it's a GPS transponder. Oh, it's a GPS transponder. Margaret, do you know that you're carrying around a GPS device? Margaret said, no, I don't carry a GPS device. I mean, my phone, I guess, has one, but what do you... Are you saying there's a tracking device in my purse? Oh, I said, yeah, I think so. I think someone, I think this, I think this Michael Vanderneek, I think he slipped a, a GPS tracker into your purse and he's been following you with that. She said, no, that's, that's, that's real creepy. Oh, I said, yeah, it's creepy. And that also crosses the line to assault. Nothing else he's done till now has. I said, that's, uh, she said, oh, that's disheartening. So now I've been assaulted? I said, well, that's one way to think about it. But the other way to think about it is, if it really is his, then you can have him arrested now. Said, so how are we going to prove that it's, that it's his? I said, well, I've got a suspicion. And he looked outside, and sure enough, pacing around the block, was the same guy again. I said, yeah, he's here. He's definitely following you, this GPS. She grabbed it and says, I'm going to break it in half. And I said, no, 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 hold on, wait, 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 don't do it, don't do it. I said, why? I don't, want, I don't want this thing tracking me. I said, yeah, but we need to use it to trap him. I said, what do you mean? In order to really prove that it's him tracking you with that device, he's the one doing it, we need to trap him. We need to trick him. And we need to get the police involved. I said, who? I don't know. The police? I said, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. But I know a detective that really doesn't tolerate men being creepy toward women. So we're going to get her, and I have her number, and I think she'll nail this guy to the wall. I said, and Margaret said, okay, okay, if you're sure. I said, let me give her a call. So he called up and said, hey, Carrie, yeah, what's going on, Ollie? I, said, I, got, a, I got a real creep here for you. I said, okay, what, what, are, what is going on? Well, this friend of mine, this guy's been stalking her. He slipped a GPS tracker into her purse, and he's been following her across state lines. Like, he followed her to New York, and then followed her to Delaware. Carrie said, oh, gosh, what a creep. Yeah, do you have the GPS tracker still? I said, yeah, I thought you'd ask. I do have it. I said, all right, all right. You thinking what I'm thinking, Ollie? I said, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we do a sting. All right, here's the deal. Can you, where are you? I said, me and Margaret, the victim, are here in my apartment building. 
same place you've been at? I said, yep, same place. All right, and I'm guessing the guy's probably there too. I said, yeah, yeah, he's down on the sidewalk. I said, all right, I'll meet you, meet you around back on the loading dock, like where the garbage and the move-out area is. You can slip me the tracker. And I'll take it from there, but if you want to come watch, you certainly can. I said, I do kind of want to watch. Margaret, do you want to see this guy get busted? Or would you rather stay here where it's safe? Margaret said, honestly, I'd rather, I'd rather stay here where it's safe. If you can just lock the door behind you. I, I, got, I got overheard what you guys are going to do, and it sounds really cool, but I don't want to be there. I just want you to call me and tell me this dude's in a squad car heading downtown. I said, all right, all right. So, when Carrie got there, she rang Ollie. He said, all right, Ollie, I'm here, come on down. And Ollie slipped down. Now, most humans wouldn't take this route, but Ollie slid down the garbage chute to get there really fast. So we went sliding down. I thought to myself, you know, every once in a while I've run into some actual garbage on this chute, but nah, I'll be fine. And today he got lucky. No garbage. He landed in the trash room, climbed his way out, went around to the loading dock. You know, had the tracker in hand the whole time. And there was Carrie waiting on that side of the loading dock. I said, all right, hi, Ali, good to see you. Thanks for, thanks for calling me in. You know I love this kind of cases. I said, I know, I know. All right, um, you need to go far enough away that he's going to notice the GPS signal. Um... All right, come on, I came on my, I came on my bike. Oh, I said, oh, great, perfect. So they went to the end of the alley, and they got on Carrie's bike, motorcycle, I should specify. And they pulled away, not crazy fast, not loud enough to attract attention, which drove out of the alley, drove out and around. And Carrie said, all right, what sort of places has he been confronting her? I said, he seems to come to her when she's, like, eating in a restaurant or something like that, or, like, out for coffee. I said, all right, perfect. Uh, I know just the place. So she pulled into a restaurant that had outside seating, but with these, in these big booths. So you couldn't really, once you were, you couldn't see who was in the booth until, you know, you were there right next to the booth. And I said, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. And we're going to set the... So they, so they, t they sat down. They put the GPS there on the table. And they ordered a couple of beers and waited. And they sat far in so that you couldn't really see who was in the booth at all. So Bali had one tentacle underneath the table, you know, toward the end, ready to grab the dude. Sure enough, around he came. Just appeared by the side of the table, just turned the corner, and there he was, and said, Hey, so I wanted to talk to you about my art. Oh. You're not, you're not, Margaret. And Carrie said, No, I'm not, but you, and she held up the GPS, are under arrest for assault. And he started to run, but all I caught his leg with his tentacle, and down he went, wham, on the pavement. And Carrie put the cuffs on him, put him in the, well, she called it, she called a squad car, because she's on the motorcycle. 
Just called up another person with a squad car. I said, no, no, you don't understand. It's all about the art. And Carrie said, you can't stalk people, even if it's all about the art. You're going to jail, buddy. Good luck. And you don't get the GPS tracker back. So the car pulled away. Ollie and Carrie called Margaret. I said, Margaret, yes, it's a call you and he's in a squad car heading downtown. Well, he's in a squad car heading downtown. I said, oh, what a relief. Hey, I hate to ask, but I feel kind of freaked out. Could you, could somebody give me a ride home? Carrie said, do you like motorcycles? Like I said, I do, actually. I'll be there to give you a ride home. So, Carrie and Ollie rode back to Ollie's apartment. Ollie got off, Margaret got on, and that was the case of the art museum creep.